so I feel like the best one to start with tonight will be Firefox, just so we get it out of the way. Shouldn't be too long. Carson gets to be Stuart for that one. Okay. Since since we decided they're both in the same city. <laughs> uh, so, Brett, we haven't done one of these with you. They're very short, no. straightforward. I've somehow been involved in all of these. Yeah, you have. Carson's my most active player this week. That's like he gets the gold stars. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out if I have a description of Firefox anywhere. Hey, no, he's a half elf, but I think he was still from my time period of like I'm not really going to describe people. <laughs> Should we check Jackie Smut? Oh, I forgot that he was in that. Um, and if you if you join the twenty dollar tier on our um, <laughs> Not subs that. Let's let's the Patreon. If you join the twenty dollars tier on our Patreon, you can have access to that smut too, and dirty images too. Um, if we had a Patreon, uh, there's not really a good description of him because it jumps right into them like heading into an inn, and I'm not, and I don't think I'm going to describe him in the same way as him being naked. So definitely has a ponytail, but not one of like the thin ones. It's like you know, um, <laughs> like it's bound like at the nape of the neck but it like puffs out after it's bound you know Mm-hmm. yeah kind of that like the revolutionary ponytail i like see that in like revolutionary <laughs> shows i mean i think that's just what that's called now is a revolutionary ponytail for sure uh i have found where we introduced him in <sighs> in dream team and of course, I don't describe him other than as a half elf. It's quite it, it, like how how old is Firefox? This is Firefox, right? Not Foxfire. Yeah, uh, not that there's that much of a difference other than personality. Firefox is the super ADD one, right? Firefox, yeah, he's the one that you guys actually interacted with a lot. Whereas Foxfire, yeah. of course, was the mopey. The mopey one. We'll just stick with that. Which Shannara book is it? Where they go to like the untamed island and they've got to like cut through the jungle and the two twin elves die super quickly. Am I mixing up my Shannara books? Okay, the problem about going to an island and cutting through a jungle describes like five Shannara books, I'm pretty sure, if I remember right. Um, I love Terry Brooks and I love the Shannara books. I haven't... There's there's series of those I haven't read yet. He's wrapped it up finally, I think, but... It's he's the actually one, said he's done. But. The fact that they take place on like an alternate universe Earth is super. No, it's not even alternate universe. Is it? It's just like far flung. I guess Post, it's alternate universe because magic. Exists, well, yeah. But, oh, it's so uh, cool because it, you don't even realize it at first unless you actually like look into it. Because the, like the Night you, of the Word, there's a whole series they, that's set like modern day, and you don't realize it's connected to these other books of his until he's now connected them. Now there's like a full well, they timeline. They go to Seattle. Like, like they go yeah, to they Seattle, go to Seattle. Some, somewhere in, in one of them, and you, they're like cars that are described, and you're in a city, you know, yeah, concrete jungle oh, yeah. type. But it's, it's like very after well everything has grown over. It's it's really it's really neat. I love those books. I need. I want. I've been wanting to reread through his series and then get the new books that I haven't read. But, but the audiobooks are good, and they probably don't take that long to get through. Oh no, they're short books to begin with. But um, so Firefox is a young. I want to say like early to mid-twenties, uh, half-elf. Um, 
He was born and raised in Yarraway, him and his twin brother, Foxfire Fisher, and their half-brother, Cade Fisher, who didn't was know the... That. I didn't know that. <laughs> that was just because I, I randomly generated Cade Fisher during those sessions, and I randomly gener- generated Foxfire Fisher, and they both had the la- same last name. I'm like, you know what? They're going to be half-brothers. I don't care. They're half-brothers. So Cade is full human, whereas Foxfire and Firefox are both half elf. So, but Cade works for the Commonwealth. Is he Vinduinian? Is that what we call people from Vinduin? Sure. <laughs> um, he's he's a Vindo. A Vindo. <laughs> he's a part of the Venn diagram. Um, yep. But is he is he from Vinduin or is he from the Commonwealth? Vinduin. Okay, he just joined. Yeah, so, so Yarway's been under Commonwealth control for 20 years. Or 30 years, actually. So a lot, like these younger kids were born in Commonwealth control, basically. I was, I was just trying to figure out if there was some philanderer from the Commonwealth who was out here hooking up with elves and producing half-elf children. And it just, you know, I mean, that happens. I'm sure it happens. Oh, yeah. Um, but, uh... It would have been an interesting storyline. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, in a couple years when we're done with this campaign, Brett's campaign, my next campaign, maybe we'll do a 50 years ago in, a- in Amen campaign. <laughs> Who knows? Um, I just need to see Cade Fisher's 23 in me profile. Yeah. But Firefox and Foxfire, unlike their, their slightly older half-brother, um, are rogues. And they both were... Two of the main members of the Rogues Guild in Yarway, like at the time that you guys went to Yarway. But once you guys killed General Tarber, um, and the new, and the new generals and stuff were all like all that stuff was going down, and General Cole came back to the city to kind of set it straight. Um, they kind of got a little more strict on the you know the populace, so a lot of the Rogues Guild that weren't pure humans left for Durga. And they got to Durga, like, around the same time you guys were in Durga, of course. And then Firefox kind of, I, he had this, I don't, I think it was with Haas and Theron, he basically had this whole talk about how, well, I don't want to just stick around, like, I stick around because I'm with my brother, and, you know, we've never done anything separate. And this was in a text base. Most of Firefox, all of Firefox's stuff was in text base. So he's, like, the only pure text based character that we're going to be doing as a main focus. Um... And so basically we had a talk with Haskell and Theron and ended up deciding, you know what, I'm going to go to Silverbane. I'm going to go to a completely different city away from my brother and try to start, like, I'll work at the Rose Guild there. So he did. Um, he's a young half-elf. Uh, I very, I, I do, and I can't get it out of my head now, so yeah, he's got, he's got like, long brown hair that he keeps in a ponytail. Um, it's got that floof. Uh, um... Like, if his hair is down, you wouldn't take him as a half-elf. You'd just think he's human, so he can kind of get away with it. But, you know, his ears are slightly pointed. His eyebrows are slightly nicer looking than a normal human's. Um, got a tricorn Because that's... Tricorn hat. Uh, I think he wears very unassuming, just, like, light brown leathers. He has, like, a... He has a rapier, but... And a... Um... Like a short bow. But he doesn't usually carry the short bow with him. So he usually just sticks to a rapier and like a dagger. And he is very, he's very ADHD, very, he's casual and high energy. Um, talks a lot. Drove Theron nuts. Yep. So, 
He grew on him, though, even though Theron wouldn't admit it. Yeah. He definitely looked up to Haas and Theron as, like, prime examples of how to be a rogue. Gideon would probably like Firefox. Anybody typically that drove Theron nuts, Gideon thought was pretty good people. Yeah. He's good people. Oh, you drive Theron nuts? That's fantastic. Um, You must be doing something right. So now he's in Silvermane. Um... I don't know, Brett, do you want to play Firefox, or do you want to be, a, like, a random NPC that's just in the scene? Uh, I'll let you play Firefox. That's what, I was going to ask what my job is here. I didn't know if I'd be DMing, or... There's not, we don't what? really do a DMing, comp- I mean, this I, is, I, I go a little... basically roleplay. We haven't rolled for anything in any of these vignettes. Okay. Yeah. Because they're just short stories to show where these people are. Like, Stuart barely talked in his... He hawked his wares. Probably. Yeah. He'll probably talk more in this one. Yeah, Airfog, I wasn't planning on it being a talking one at all. It was going to basically just be a quiet scene. But it ended up being Airfog and Eartos talking to each other. Um, and it was pretty good. It was a little depressing. It's super depressing. Uh, I think for this, it, it, like, we literally just roleplay it out. So for this scene, we're just okay. going to do... We're in like the like the main marketplace of Silverbane, and I think Firefox is there. Like he's probably like munching on like a he got he got a burrito from a street vendor who's like selling like you know rolled up food. So basically, a burrito, we'll say, um, a wrap, a wrap. That's really good, and he's like just leaning back against a post, like chewing on it. He's probably like real near uh, Stewart's stall where he's trying to hawk vegetables i think stewart stall has become known pretty quickly amongst people who might be might be up to no good in the market as a pretty easy mark in part because stewart isn't always paying as close attention as he should but even when people steal from stewart and he notices like eh, he lets him go a lot of the time because he's stewart he is perfectly below average at basically everything in life God, poor Stuart. Oh no, he's so relatable. Like, like when I say perfectly below average, I mean like if fifty percent is average, Stuart's like a solid forty-eight percent at everything. But at everything, (laughs) yeah. I mean, there's you know, there's people like that in the world. Jack of all trades, master of none. He's got a zero modifier in everything, and then maybe like a negative one in one stat. And it's probably his intelligence. I was going to yeah. say, is it intelligence? I was going to say that too, but I decided not to. Uh, <laughs> um, he's got a negative one in intelligence and negative one in dexterity. Uh, <laughs> but he's somehow got a yes. plus one in charisma. Like, just, uh, like... Yeah, that makes sense. Yes. He's got, it's the weird charisma. It's like the pity plus one, you know? Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> it's his... It's like something he got from a feat he picked up, and that was it. That was that was just lucky enough to get to a twelve. Um, <laughs> it's like he's. It's almost yes. like he's so bland. It's like looking in a mirror. Like you just can't help but like him. Yeah. You know, like he has no personality, so you project uh, yours onto him a little bit. I'm gonna give him the lucky feat if I ever actually build him. I was gonna say he de- probably don't even have a feat. He actually is so bland that he took an ASI. To get <laughs> yes. to twelve, he had to put two full points into his charisma to get to a plus one. 
the reason he's actually broke and working right now like he is is because he put all of his money towards a like uh, a class that somebody was teaching on how to be charismatic <laughs> oh, that's so good he found a couple uh random magazines or books lying around that gave that added to his charisma skill uh, whenever I was describing him physically, Brett, I literally looked up like the average human man, like their height and weight, <laughs> and made Stuart that weight with perfectly bland brown hair and brown eyes. Uh, you know, you know who he has to look like, though, if you're gonna do that. You, know, if you I'm go with the it. perfectly average human, brown hair, brown eyes, like another shapeshifter that we know, uh, <laughs> he has to be William H Macy. Um, <laughs> But he's not as old as William H. Macy. No, he's a young, young William he's, H. Macy. He's, he's a mid-30s William H. Macy. Because that's what Dwight was. Dwight says he basically looked like William H. Macy from Shameless. All right. Um, He's the Dr. William H. Macy from uh, ER. There we go. Anyways, anyways, <laughs> that's Stuart. Are you telling me that William H. Macy was a doctor on ER? Yeah. I didn't know I did that. not know that. Come get your potatoes. Come get your radishes. Best produce in town, straight from the groundskeeper's gardens. Holy shit, is this Stuart's voice? Yeah. You don't remember? That's amazing. Have we met Stuart? Yeah. Not... Stuart was yes. the random Commonwealth soldier whenever Orion insulted Gideon. A random soldier passed by and said, seems like an asshole. And I said, I don't know, he seems alright to me. That was Stuart. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that was Stuart. That was we then got a whole thing. It's pretty wild to think about that. Uh, that's kind of where um, what's his name, Danny Ocean. Yeah, Danny Ocean. Yeah, when he was no. he, where he got big. Yeah, I mean, um, yeah, he basically started on ER. George Clooney. Thank yes. you, Brett. He, I wasn't going to say it, Brett. <laughs> he, he he was going to do the whole gym thing to me when Andy can't remember the theme, the slogan for Kit Kat. Give me a break. Give me a break. Break me off a piece of that fancy feast. Chrysler car. Chrysler car. <laughs> Football cream. <laughs> I love that scene so much. It's, it's the way uh, that Jim says it and then covers for it. That yeah. really gets me too, though. Don't yes. tell him. Don't tell him. You're so close. <laughs> You're so close, you'll get it. Okay. What is it? He says, like, Snickers bar or something at some point, too. I think too. he like, does. Yeah, so close. close. Break me off a piece of that Snickers bar. Football cream. Okay. So we're in, we're in this scene. Applesauce, Chrysler car, football cream, lumber tar, Snickers bar. <laughs> break me off a piece of that gray poupon. <laughs> break me off a piece of that Claude Van Damme. Hair for men. <laughs> Poison gas. Poison <laughs> gas. <laughs> Nutra sweet and then fancy feast. Yep. Oh, Nailed gosh, it. That's a great look. I wonder if any Nailed of that it. was ad libbed. I hope some of that was ad libbed. I hope all of it was. God, that's so good. <laughs> I I had to look that up before we moved on because there was no way I was not going to come. Oh, God. Break me off a piece of that poison gas. It's so insane. (laughs) Oh, God. 
I don't think it's any more insane than Grey Poupon or Hair for Men. Um, or Football Cream. How do you football break cream. Piece of Football Cream? Claude Van Dam. I don't know what... Lumbertar. What the fuck? He was so close to the Snickers bar there. At least he was in the candy realm that time. It's like smack in the middle of the list. Yeah, it is. Oh, God. Gets closer and then gets further away. Okay, so we're just going to go. It's a busy market. Firefox is leaning against a post near Stuart's uh, stall. I think he's actually feeding one of the pseudo dragons that hangs out around Stuart now, and he's just feeding him like little bits of like food off of his uh, wrap. That's who Brett is in the scene, or the two, the two, uh, the two pseudo dragons. I was gonna say, I I kind of like the idea of this being like. I think I said it in the text earlier. I like the idea of, like, Firefox watches somebody steal from Stuart and then, like, goes after him to steal it back. And that guy can be, like, Brett could be that guy. I can be that guy. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I feel like it's like you go up and talk to Stuart and then, like, pocket, like, five potatoes or something stupid. (laughs) Yeah. So we just... You know know what's terrible is that Stuart saw this guy steal from him and said... You're supposed to pay for those potatoes. Well, that can be part of this scene, then. (laughs) So, Brett walks forward and, like, I don't know. How do you want to do this, Brett? How does your character, your your random NPC do this? Um, what's the the stand look like? Paint the scene for me. It's your average lemonade stand. That's what I described it as. I mean, he has, but but it's got, so one of the main uh, exports of Silverbait is textiles. So he's got, like, some worn, like, purple cloth that he's kind of built around his kind of standard lemonade stand you know wooden counter front you know he's got the slapdash framework around it to make it a stand that's you know tucked into like the side of a street so it you know it says um it says stewart's foodstuffs produce and foodstuffs colon brought to you by sap and breeze is what it says (laughs) on the sign and sap and breeze are the names of the pseudo dragons that are on top of the food stand um, and <laughs> but to be clear, they're not Stuart's pets. They're just no, random pseudo dragons that hang out around him as much as everybody that's stealing from him. Yes. Um, but he, but he considers them, them like, the like mascots. I think he considers them patrons, as in like benefactors. Okay. So what what food does he have out on uh, the stand? He's, he's got like. Potatoes, rat, a lot of, a lot of root vegetables. You know, potatoes, uh, beets, radishes, carrots. I don't know anything about rutabaga, but I'm going to trust you, which is a huge gamble on my part. Um, <laughs> I, I don't understand, but okay. Um, <laughs> oh, they are a root vegetable. Cool. I just hey. looked it up. Uh, well done, they buddy. look they look a lot like a radish. <laughs> we'll just say that. It's like it's it's like. There's no no like citrus fruit, nothing that would be considered prized here. Stuart doesn't have any of that. He's got some wine. It's very middle grade to lower wine. Absolutely nothing fancy or flashy. His produce and foodstuffs are exactly as slightly below average as he is. Okay. Um, so then this NPC walks up uh, and uh, he's going to walk up and look at the stand. And be like, oh wow, what you got here? Did you grow all this yourself? You grow all this? Well, I mean, I I worked for a time in the groundskeeper's gardens as a gardener, but I didn't grow any of this myself. I just still have some connections. 
over in the gardens and I got these from them. I got them for a really good price and I can bring that price to you. That's why my prices are as low as they are. Even these over here? And he points at whatever's to the furthest thing on the left. Oh, these rutabagas are the best rutabagas you've ever tasted in your life. I promise it doesn't matter if you eat them raw, if you fry them up in a skillet, it doesn't matter. They're going to be the best thing you've ever put in your mouth. So when he, when he points, when Stuart looks at the rutabagas, he's just going to grab as many radishes with his right hand as he can and <laughs> shove them into his jacket pocket. I actually think Stuart doesn't see this. Like, I think way too many, though. Like, I think he drops one as he's shoving them into his pocket. A radish, like, rolls towards Stuart. <laughs> oh, sir, I think you actually knocked this one here off the table. Oh, yeah. Sorry about that. Here, I'll, I'll take it. And he puts it in his jacket pocket. <laughs> like, it doesn't offer payment? Firefox <laughs> just shakes his head as he's watching this, because he's definitely eyeballing all of this. <laughs> um, Sir, you're actually... um. I'm, I'm, like, my prices are very fair, but I don't just give things away for free. Oh, um, right, I understand. Here, let me, uh, let me, oh, and he's, like, patting his pockets. Oh, I left my coin pouch at home. Let me run and get it, and I'll come back oh, and get some bottle of wine. Oh, that happens to the best of us, you know. I, I, uh-huh. I, I see a handful of people every day who've just inexplicably forgotten their chance, their <laughs> wallets at home. He um, takes another bottle of you wine. You know what? If you promise me that you'll come back here someday and shop from Stewart's Produce and foodstuffs brought to you by Sap and Breeze. I, you know what? You take that gratis. That's my gift to you. Oh my god. Uh-huh. Uh-huh, yeah, sure. And then he leaves. Tell your friends. We get the scene of him, like, walking away, and Firefox just, like, fades into the background, like, just disappears from his post. Like, the pseudo-dragon goes to get, like, another bite of something, and there's just, Firefox isn't there anymore. Uh, I think it's Breeze, which I think was like a violet colored, or you said periwinkle. Periwinkle is what you kind of described Breeze as. Um, And I think you get a scene of like Firefox, like going through the crowd, following this guy. And then he bumps into him like, I don't know, half a block away. Oh, sorry. Sorry. I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to. I did. Sorry. I wasn't watching where I was going. Watch where you're going. Sorry. 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 He like holds up his hands. I'm so sorry, sir. Here, here, here. I'm so sorry. Uh, is this your radish here? And he like hands him a radish. Oh yeah, yeah. Let me take that. Oh, I think there's two it. more on the ground over there. Oh yeah, he turns around and picks them up too. And like Firefox is just gone, but he's like walking back. What? You see him walking back to Stewart's stall, Free and he's like kids to- these days. He's tossing a bag of like ten gold in, <laughs> up in the air, <laughs> like catching it, and has like a big grin on his face. And he's actually he's got two radishes in his hands too. <laughs> and he just walks up to Stuart's stall and like sets down the radish. Oh, I found I found these down the street a little bit. Oh, and I ran into this guy who said that he went to get his wallet, but he couldn't make it back to you. And like he tosses the ten gold pieces onto the counter. Ah, that what a nice guy though, wasn't he? He sure was. I mean, I I, I think every customer who comes to visit Stuart's Produce and Foodstuffs brought to you by Sap and Breeze is an absolute <laughs> treat. You know, I, I really think you probably shouldn't say the whole thing every single time, because that's, like, a lot to say every single time. So what and what like, do you think I should call it brought to you by Sap and Breeze? Uh, we yeah, like it when it. he says this whole thing every time. Oh, you, Somebody you, from a produce stand, like, three three down. Yells, shut up, my Todd, brother? Todd, shut <laughs> up. Charles over there? <laughs> Charles, what are you just, doing here? Oh, my God. Hey, man. 
I'm trying your thing. <clears throat> I thought if you could do a produce stand, there's no way I can't. You know? Okay. Well, you're not wrong. From Telstar. <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> the Stuart lore grows. <laughs> I've never so badly wanted to play a character in my life. <laughs> Just call it Sap and Breeze. Just call it Sap and Breeze. That would be so good. And, like, the whole time, like, Sap Sarah, and Breeze. That's Firefox is, like, gesturing with one hand. And doing that, like, like okay. What about like, like Stuart that good? Sap and Breeze? I don't want people to forget about me. I mean, how could they forget about you while you're the, the one selling them? You're going to be like, I'm Stuart of Sap and Breeze, because Sap and Breeze is just your name. It's so catchy. It's such a good idea. And, like, the whole time he's you know? doing this, he, he, like, picked up a carrot and is, like, chewing on it. <laughs> you know? Like, right, up, right out of, like, Stuart's stall, he's just chewing, eating yeah. a carrot, too. That's a good idea, friend. Yeah, I mean, you can take that idea for free. No problem. I come up with lots of good ideas. No... N- Lots of good ideas. You should hear some of my ideas. I'd love to. There's this there's this thing I really <laughs> want to do. It's called a call, card shuffler. It's like this machine that's going to make card shuffling way easier. And then you don't have to worry about people cheating at cards. The only you know, catch I get ripped is I don't know how to make machines. Every single time I play cards, it's like I can never win a hand. Oh, I bet. I bet. And like he picks up, like now he picks up, like... What? Uh, he picks up a rutabaga and like throws it in the air, looks at it, and sets it back down. But at the same time, he's like pocketing a different thing as he's talking to you. So like he's handed you a bag full of ten gold and returned like two of the radishes that guy stole. But now he's pocketing ten gold like, three. is worth so much. More oh, it's so much! It's so much! Yeah. it's so yeah, much. Yeah, he gold. could he could have it all on the stand. Up the stand. It's probably more gold. than the whole stand he could have is the worth. Stand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Stewart might be worth ten gold. <laughs> no, human life is priceless. Uh, um, oh, excuse me. Oh God. No, I think I think Firefox just like. Oh, well, you have a good day. You have a good day. Um, I'll be seeing you around. I hang out here I all will, the time. Now that I met I, you, good sir. Thank you so much for your advice. I'll I'll definitely return and bring you more biz more. Br- <laughs> I'll bring more business to sap and breezes. And he like smiles and like just walks away. Come get your all your produce and foodstuffs from Sap and Breeze. <laughs> <laughs> and we just get Firefox like walking through the city, and like he ran, he doesn't like just randomly pickpocket anybody, but anytime he sees somebody like th- stealing, and if he knows like like they're being an ass about it, he just like finds a way to get it back from them. Oh my god, he's Robin Hood. It's but so then he's good. also at the same time kind of stealing things too. So. <laughs> And I think that's I think that's the whole scene. I mean, it's that's that's it. Firefox is just living his best life in Silverbane. Stuart got to talk way more than he did in his own thing. <laughs> so much more, and that's perfectly Stuart. I think if we had Firefox planned beforehand, we would have run them together anyways. But I think it's so much. It's going to be so much funnier to run them like back to back. We did get a lot more background on Stuart in Stuart's vignette. 